0: done that and heard it all. Trust me, there'll be few things that I haven't experienced firsthand. I created this podcast because I just love to help mums like you find ways to navigate life in the thick of it and find a way out of it. It's Friday and it's time for today's episode on the podcast on ADHD. As you know, if you tuned into last Friday's episode, um, you will know that I am doing a kind of podcast book club review on a fantastic book by Dr. Sharon Celine called What Your ADHD Child Wishes You Knew. And I am going to be taking it chapter by chapter, week by week. And last week, I started chapter one, and I split it into what I was going to call two episodes on the show. But you know, having looked through chapter one, I think it is one of the most fundamental and pivotal chapters in the book. There's so much good information on it, on the five C's of ADHD parenting, that I actually want to take an episode per C. So I was going to do of all five C's in one episode, but I actually think it'll be far better for you to have each C broken down into a separate episode. So today's episode is all about self-control. So on page 14 in the book, she goes through in a bit more detail from page 14 to page, uh, let's see here, 20. So six pages on self-control. If you guys listen to other episodes on my podcast, you will know just how passionate I am about our ability to be able to control ourselves. The bottom line is this, everything depends on our ability to be able to control ourselves in the face of any behavior our child throws at us, ADHD or not, it doesn't matter. We have to be able to show up and not react to their reactions. So self-control is super important. She says, no parent can interact effectively with anyone, let alone their son or daughter with ADHD in the midst of a conflict or any other situation. If they are momentarily disconnected from themselves, emotionally triggered or feeling out of control. Absolutely, here, here, I agree 100%. You think about it any time you end up fighting, negotiating, being frustrated, arguing with your child, it will never, ever go well. And some of you might still have that ingrained parental, parental kind of conditioning in your mind that says, well, my child should listen to me and my child should not answer back. When we're triggered, we can go into that mindset that makes it really difficult. But when we're not triggered, we're, we're being very collaborative. We're being open and we're encouraging our children to speak up, to say what they feel. But then when we get triggered, we get triggered when they do say what they feel, when they're confused, when they're frustrated, they blame us and then we blame them. And all because we lose control of ourselves. So how many times have you felt as though you're at the end of your rope, feeling the fibers slip through your fingers as you yell at your child again? We have to be able to notice the reactivity rising within us. We have to become aware of it. We have to become aware of our minds and where our minds are going because we go, our minds take us out the present moment and they take us into the future or into the past. And when we're there, fear usually kicks in. And when fear kicks in, we go into survival mode. And in that survival mode, we fight, we rarely freeze, and we rarely actually flee or or flight. We, We rarely take off. We can't do that. So what are you going to do in the moment to try and keep yourself in control of yourself On page 15, she gives you one, two, three, four breathing exercises. I always say, you know, take a deep breath. A deep belly breath stimulates the parasympathetic nervous system. That system is in place to help calm ourselves down. It is our natural calming way, but we don't use it. So breathing into your belly and your lower diaphragm, lower ribs, is what you need to do in the moment when you feel yourself getting all fired up and triggered. This is being mindful. When we are mindful, we are open to the present moment as it unfolds in front of us with no judgment. We are open, we're curious, we're compassionate, and we're thinking, hmm, I wonder what might be going on here. When we can stay in this mindset, we can respond versus react. The other thing that we're very prone to do, and she discusses this on page 17, is blame. We blame our kids for feeling for us feeling the way we do, that we blame them for making us feel frustrated. It's your fault I'm frustrated with you. It's your fault I'm impatient. How many times have I had to ask you Kind of thing. Now blame she quote this is quote on page 17. Blame teaches kids that the adult being right is more important than their being understanding. That is acceptable that it's acceptable to put someone down when they've made a mistake and that something something wrong is usually someone's fault blaming a child reduces their ability to take responsibility for their actions encourages lying and breeds fear when children worry about being blamed they consciously avoid owning their actions blame increases low, increases low self-esteem By finding fault with behaviours and choices, even though kids with ADHD sometimes can't control what they do. I would say a lot of the time, actually, they can't control what they do. So by responding instead of reacting, you validate what's going on, whatever it is, and then if necessary, open up the space to create an alternative solution. So you could say something to your kid like, I understand you don't think this is fair and you don't want to stop. But we have to. Let's talk about it. Try and collaborate with them. I've jumped ahead to one of the other Cs. But much as you would like to manage everyone's behavior and avoid a blowout, all you can really do in the moment is control yourself. The big difference in any provocative situation is whether you react to it or you respond to it. So when we can notice and be aware of our reactivity. It's only then that we can choose to respond. If we're unaware of when we're getting reactive, then we have no choice but to respond, but to react. So in my Monday episodes, if you need some help with noticing your thoughts, noticing reactivity brewing in you and what you can do, then tune into my Monday episodes I do do guided meditations in them, but a lot of the information is on exactly this. How do we become more aware of our reactivity, of our potential brewing reaction within us so that we develop the awareness of it before it spills out and spews and we vomit all over our children with blame and shame and guilt and all sorts of things. So the moments when you are most frustrated are the ones where you most need to remember to slow down and use your thinking mind. Now we can only use our thinking mind if we're in our in in a calm mode if we're not in survival mode but when we react we go into survival mode. It's the reptilian limbic system the amygdala gets activated when we become triggered when we're in that space we are there's three things we can do we can fight it flight f- take flight or freeze usually we fight and when we fight we when we're in that mode we can't access the logical thinking the rational thinking and the the organized thinking that our prefrontal cortex will offer us so we have to get out of survival mode if we hope to be able to respond and control ourselves so I hope that you found this um, episode helpful. It, it's a, been a game changer for me. Noticing my reactivity has been huge. It's the only way I've been able to, to continue parenting with success and with uh, connection in place and to foster and build the relationship I have with all three of my kids, and especially with my oldest son that has ADHD. Because the more challenging the behaviours are in front of you, and ADHD behaviours are challenging, the more, the deeper we have to dig, and the deeper we have to control, take control of ourselves in all of it. So if you've enjoyed this, please do hop over onto iTunes and leave a review. I'd be super grateful. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you get notifications when new episodes are released. Thank you all so much for your support. It's been great to chat to you today. Thank you for listening. Till next time. Bye for now. Thank you so much for listening today and I look forward to being with you all soon. Bye for now.